So, do you ever struggle with anxiety? If you do, don't worry. Uh, This week I looked up on Google how to overcome anxiety, so I kind of consider myself an expert on this matter. Uh, It's pretty easy. First thing you want to do if you're feeling stressed, grab a stress ball, squeeze it 10 times. Make sure it's 10. If that doesn't work, it's okay. Next thing you can do, take three really deep breaths. Actually breathe in through your nose. It's supposed to work better that way. And if you're still feeling stressed, WebMD has some other ideas for you. It just says, make sure that you cut out any kind of uh, eating or drinking of fruit juice, soda, toast, salad dressing, energy drinks, ketchup, soy sauce, frosting, and sadly, donuts. That's it. No more anxiety. See, it's super easy. You do those things, and you will be stress-free. We can be done and go home now, right? We don't need to talk about anxiety anymore. You, You got it covered? It's not that easy, is it? Anxiety doesn't just go away like that. Anxiety is an epidemic. It affects every human in some way at some time, probably weekly, if not daily. And you you already know what anxiety is like. You know the feeling, the The deadlines pile up at work with no end in sight. Trying to find time to to spend a little bit of time with your kids or go on a nice date with your wife all by yourself. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen this week or next week. Uh, Maybe next month. We'll see what happens, I guess. Trying to keep up a house or balance a budget on top of all that. Yeah, good luck. And oh, taking a vacation. That's great. Except when you get back and then you're doubly stressed after realizing all this stuff you got to catch up on that you missed even kids get a ton of stress put on them these days i'm i'm amazed the the pressure that's put on them the the things that they have to do it's crazy and even the things that are supposed to be fun like watching football on the weekend kind of ends up just stressing you out and giving you more anxiety when you watch it doesn't it I'm getting stressed just, just talking about this stuff. This, this is the everyday anxiety you got to deal with. What happens when something really messy or tragic comes your way? What are you going to do when, okay, you, you lose a job, you get a bad diagnosis, your car breaks down, you got a troubled marriage? I mean, how can you possibly deal with that? when you're already dealing with all that other everyday stress and anxiety. Can you find an answer on Google? No quick fix, is there? What are you going to do to find anxiety relief? We're in church today. I mean, come on, you know what I'm going to say. Let's turn to God for anxiety relief. In 1 Peter chapter 5, we are told, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. At first glance, this doesn't sound all that comforting. kind of just sounds like another thing i got to do. I guess I have to add, humble myself under God's mighty hand to my overwhelming list each day. 
God's not just giving you some other thing to add to your list here. Humbling yourself under God's mighty hand means putting yourself completely under his care. Put all your plans, all your stresses in God's hands. Let him give you relief when things don't go the right way. And God tells you to do this. He invites you to do this because he will lift you up in due time. And you you might ask, when is this due time going to come that God's going to lift me up? Um, When can I get this peace from all my distress? Well, ultimately, you're going to have this due relief when you reach the end of your life and you go to heaven. Right? In, in heaven, you get to spend a life forever with Jesus. No more crying, no more pain, no more anxiety. You'll be stress-free in heaven. Of course, right now, we realize that life on this earth might not always be a cakewalk. We're not in heaven yet. We will face stress and anxiety. God never promised we'll be stress-free on earth. But the due time for relief, a reversal of your troubles, it can also come here on this earth. God will find ways of giving you surprising moments of grace in this lifetime too. Maybe you do finally catch that break. The due time for relief comes, you get to have a whole night free to spend with the person that you love most. Maybe you get a release from that anxiety, from something simple like spending a day hiking out in God's creation, a few precious hours with no cell phone reception. You're here in God's house today on a Sunday morning. God invites you to rest here. He invites you to to lay all your burdens up here and leave them here. He invites you to to be filled with hope from his word. This can be your sanctuary from the craziness of life, even if just for one hour a week. And maybe, maybe God will also give you stress relief by squeezing a stress ball ten times. Maybe it'll work for you. Just remember, things are looking up. God will lift you up. He will give you help right when you need it in due time got to be patient sometimes. But remember, God also invites you, even commands you, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Just throw your anxiety to God. Just throw all of it on him, no matter what it is. No anxiety is too small. No worry is too trivial for God. Jesus said the same thing in that gospel reading today. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So transfer the weight of your anxiety, your depression, your stress. Transfer it all onto Jesus. He knows how to give you rest from those burdens that you bear every day. Go to Jesus in prayer. We just got done singing that song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to him in prayer. You can go to to Jesus before, during, and after any 
stressful situation that comes your way. He invites you to do that. He wants you to do that. Jesus, having, having lived in our world, having faced the same everyday anxieties that we face here on earth, Jesus knows how to sympathize. He knows exactly how to give you the rest that you need. You can go to Jesus with these anxieties. And, and I would say, you know, if, if you're really having a stressful day, taking even just two minutes to, to sit and pray and lay your burdens at Jesus' feet, two minutes, it will be better than spending two more minutes getting more work done. I guarantee it will be better. God also gives us relief from what I call spiritual anxiety. Just like we, we get anxiety from the busyness of our schedules and everyday stresses, you're also going to be hit by some spiritual anxiety attacks. Your enemy is always looking for an opening to attack. Your enemy, we heard in the reading, is, is the devil. The one who has been tempting mankind since the beginning, since the fall into sin in the Garden of Eden. And I think in, in modern society today, we kind of end up seeing the devil and just dismissing him. You kind of start to see him as just that, that little funny red guy with a pitchfork who causes mischief. I think that's exactly how the devil wants us to think of him. Oh, hey, I'm no harm. And hey, if, if you come to my side, we can have a little fun, right? Don't fall for it. In reality, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And you can clearly get that picture of a, of a lion hunched down in the grass, waiting, watching for that perfect moment to strike. And if you watch planet Earth, then you know that the lion always goes for the animal that is weak and alone. The lion always wins in a fight with a gazelle. I'm sorry, but in this metaphor, we are the gazelle. So how do we avoid a fight with the lion? Well, from planet Earth, I know that the, the gazelle survives by staying alert and Staying far away from that lion once it's been detected. It stays with the herd for protection, doesn't wander off on its own. Same thing we're, we're supposed to do, right? To stay alert and of sober mind. We can do this by, by recognizing Satan's goal and his tactics. First of all, you know, Satan does not have your best interests at heart. He'll try and trick you to think that he does. He doesn't. His goal is to take your soul captive. And, and this is more than just the stuff of horror movies. The real danger here is spiritual. The, the devil, he wants you to suffer like he does. He wants you to be cut off from God just like he is. In order to do that, he's, he's going to use sin and temptation to kind of lure you in for the kill. He doesn't attack all at once. He's smarter than that. He, he batters away at your resolve one little sin at a time, one temptation taken as bait day after day until he gets you where he wants you. 
He wants you alone, depressed, weak. And his tactics are always the same. Start to recognize this is what he's going to do. The devil is going to try and tell you, oh, sin, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. But then as soon as you take the bait, he's going to try and convince you, you are so horrible. I can't believe you just did that. How could God ever love or forgive you? Feeling stressed out yet? Feel that anxiety? The devil's temptations can cause a lot of spiritual anxiety. He is rightly to be feared as that lion. But at the same time, you don't have to fear the devil at all. Peter says, resist him, standing firm in the faith. Look the devil in the eye and oppose him. He's just a scared little kitty cat when it comes down to it. Uh, James 4 verse 7 says, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Even though he's a lion, when you oppose him, when you hold your ground against him, he's going to run away like a little cat, tail between his legs, and beg for mercy. You know why? Not because you're so powerful, but because the devil knows he can do nothing once Jesus enters the picture. Think back to that first first song we sang, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. At one point we said, This world's prince may still, the world's prince is the devil. He'll scowl fierce as he will. He can harm us none. The deed is done. One little word can fell him. You know what that word is. Jesus. The devil can can roar and be a lion all he wants, but God has muzzled him. A lion is going to back down when it realizes that the gazelle is sitting in the shadow of an elephant. You don't have to fear the devil's temptations because Jesus gives you protection and he assures you of forgiveness even when you take the devil's bait and fall into sin. You're forgiven. And, And Jesus has already crushed the devil's head with his victory on the cross and the empty tomb on on Easter morning. You don't have to fear the devil anymore. You don't have to fear his, his anxiety attacks. If you oppose him, he will flee like the scaredy cat he is because of Jesus. You don't have to fear the devil. And, and if we're keeping on with this uh, gazelle and lion picture, Maybe also remember to to stick with the herd like the gazelle does, right? Don't let yourself get caught all alone with anxiety or depression or stresses. Lean on your family of believers for support. You're not alone. The devil will try to trick you to think that you're out on an island all by yourself with no one there to help you. It's not true. We know that the family of believers throughout the whole world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. We're surrounded by a mighty army of our brothers and sisters all around the world, that family of believers. This, this means, of course, we're going to have our own unique challenges and temptations. But there's so many of us out there that you're going to find someone who can sympathize with you. And even if no one can compare to what you're going through, They can still help you shoulder the burden, take some of the weight off for you. They can be a listening ear 
if nothing else. So go to God in prayer. Give your anxieties to Jesus to, to carry for you. But then also go to your family of believers for support. When you do, your sorrows will be cut in half and your joys will be doubled. And please also come to your pastor with your anxieties and those burdens. Uh, one of my jobs as a pastor is to, is to give you spiritual care when you need it, to, to be a shepherd. I'm serious. Take me up on that. You don't have to hold on to this anxiety all alone. Lean on that comprehensive support system God has given you with the family of believers. And realize, too, that, that God is the best part of your support system. Peter writes this, what God has done for us. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. God has already called you to his eternal glory in Christ. And sometimes the best remedy on a stressful day is to zoom out on life. When the anxieties of the present really are looming large right in front of you, just take a step back and look at the bigger picture of grace that God has given you. You know God cares for you. He's already taken away that burden of sin from your shoulders. He's taken away the, the biggest problems that you have spiritually already. If Jesus would already come to take away our sin, then you know he's going to come and help you bear those temporary worldly burdens too. Find ultimate anxiety relief in the work of Jesus. All your biggest worries and concerns, they're already solved by him. And the anxiety that you face in life, you start to realize they are all things that are around for just a little while in the big scheme of things. Right? The, the troubles of yesterday, last week, last month, last year, they're all forgotten and, and do fade with time eventually. You probably barely remember what the stress of doing a, a semester exam in college was like anymore. It was a long time ago, maybe. And uh, the stresses of childhood, they're long gone by adulthood. And you're going to have different anxieties, different stress next year compared to this year. But in the midst of all that, God will give you moments of peace and relief from all of it too. And remember, you know that ultimately stress and anxiety are going to be things of the past once you get to be in heaven. There is a light at the end of the anxiety tunnel. And God's going to be there to support you all the way. Here at the end of this section, he gives you four ways that he cares for you. He will restore you. Like a, like a doctor mending a broken arm, putting all the bones back in place and then wrapping a cast around it. So God will help you when your life is all falling apart. He will, he will put everything back in place for you. He'll restore your soul with the good news of what Jesus has done. He will make you strong. Like a physical therapist 
helping a, a patient rebuild strength in a muscle that's been injured, so also God is going to help you build up that spiritual muscle with healthy portions of his word on a regular basis. He will make you firm, like a carpenter replacing rotting boards in a porch with, with new strong boards. So God is going to strengthen your defenses. He's going to firm up those weak points the devil likes to attack. He will make you steadfast, like a, like a construction worker laying a strong foundation for a house. So God's going to build you up in faith and strengthen your foundation so that even the, the strongest anxiety attacks from the devil or the world, they can't touch you. You have God as your all-comprehensive support system and the family of believers on top of all that. Anxiety is part of life. But so is anxiety relief. God knows what you're going through. You have a friend in Jesus who will shoulder all those anxieties, carry all your burdens. Jesus already carried all your sins to the cross for you. You know he's got the back to carry anything else you bring to him. Finally, anxiety relief. Amen.